Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Tuesday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Glad, as always, to be with you. Richard Cross, Michael Borkey, Brian Haydad is out today. We had fun at his expense yesterday for the reason he is out. I will just say to you that um, got a text from him earlier today, and he said uh, all went well. So uh, he, he sent us a message that said he was still alive. And uh, that was uh, that was a good thing. So glad all went well for Haydad. He will return tomorrow. At least that is the uh, the plan. And um, there, what, he, he <laughs> I I don't guess I could send him the uh, say the message that he sent us um, verbatim. But he said that he lived. And I told him that the barbecue nachos with double jalapenos were going to go down so smooth. And uh, also that we were glad that it went well. So there you go. That's the uh, the update on Brian Haydad. We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort is the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Michael Borky, there are uh, a lot of days where this phrase would apply. It's good to be Tom Brady. Uh, this particular day might uh, that you might even put an asterisk on it and maybe there's a little more icing on top of the cake than just the normal day when Tom Brady wakes up you know most of us uh, we aspire to retire one day and then when we retire we'll just kind of do whatever we want maybe that's work a little and maybe it's just play golf or travel or sit around and play FIFA all day you know what whatever it is that is inspiring to you in life, Generally speaking, that's what you want to do in retirement. And you hope that you have saved well along the way, that there's a retirement check that gives you the ability to have some flexibility in retirement. Some people retire from one job and they start another job because they've just got working in their DNA. And then there's the curious case of a guy who makes hundreds of millions of dollars in his career and retires and chooses to keep working, only to find that the post Real job career will be every bit as lucrative as the real job career. That is going to be the case for Tom Brady. You know, I, I get, and I am a capitalist. We don't talk many politics on here, but I think you are 
whatever somebody is willing to pay you, I, I generally think the free market is the best way for society to control itself and on and on and on. I believe in capitalism. I, I like that we have a capitalist system here with some guardrails. Somebody explain to me what makes Tom Brady's presence on a Fox NFL broadcast worth $37 million per year. I cannot, for the life of me, figure out why Fox feels that to be necessary. Because does... I'm Kevin Burkhardt alongside seven-time Super Bowl winning quarterback Tom Brady. Does that really grab a single person that would not have watched otherwise. I I, I can't... And there are a lot of things that exist in society that I can't wrap my mind around. Mm -hmm. NFTs, for example, who are plummeting in value, by the way. Maybe people are starting to get smart. Along with crypto. Crypto, I I kind of get crypto. I generally understand it. plummeting in value. Yeah, not going well for either one. This, This idea that we have to overpay for color analysts on sports broadcasts will never make sense to me. Because I like Tom Brady. I, I will defend Tom Brady from people that don't like him. I think they're just jealous of a successful, attractive guy married to a supermodel. That makes people jealous. So he gets a lot of undue hate. There is not anything that a play-by-play man or a color analyst can do that would make me want to watch a game that I would not be watching otherwise. Nothing. I don't get this. I will say that in year one or two, there was some novelty with Tony Romo because he had such a knack in the analyst chair that there were people who were flipping to watch and hear Tony Romo and the way he was analyzing a game because it was so different than any the, the way anybody else had done it previously. If you've missed the story, here are the details. Tom Brady, by the way, has not retired from the NFL. He is going to be the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. If he wants to be their quarterback next year, I'm sure they're going to figure out a way to do it. If he wants to be their quarterback the year after that, they'll figure out a way to work it out. But Fox Sports has made a deal to land Tom Brady as their lead NFL game analyst after he retires. So whenever his retirement starts, the following season, he will go to the booth. He has signed a 10-year, $375 million contract with Fox. And here's the perspective. I don't know that there's any perspective that makes sense on this, but to, to explain just how big this is, we just recently learned about Troy Aikman's new contract with ESPN to continue to be paired up with Joe Buck on Monday Night Football. $18 million a year. That's what ESPN and ABC and Disney are paying Troy Aikman. Joe Buck's making a ton of money. Tony Romo is making about $18 million a year with CBS. Tom Brady, who has never called a game in his life, will make double more than double what both of those guys, who are proven commodities, whether you like Troy Aikman, whether you like Tony Romo or not, they've been doing it a while. He's going to make twice as much as either of those guys make. Fox declined comment. The story was from Andrew Marchand first at the New York Post. 
And it says, after losing Joe Buck and Aikman to ESPN, Fox wanted to make a splash. ESPN is paying Joe Buck $15.5 million a year. They're paying Troy Aikman $18 million a year. That's a combined $33.5 million, $4 million less than Tom Brady will make all by himself when he teams up with Kevin Burkhart. And that's another thing I don't necessarily understand. Now, I get that Tom Brady's a bigger name than Kevin Burkhart, but which one's working harder? You know? I mean, who's working harder between Joe Buck and Troy Aikman? During the game and leading up to the game. I mean, Joe Buck's the one that's got to take us in and out of breaks, and he's got to actually call the action. Aikman's just got to be like, yeah, they ran cover two there, and add a couple of seconds every few minutes. Here's the only thing that maybe could make this make sense for me. There's a line in the story that says, besides being the number one game analyst for Fox, he will also be a company ambassador who will help in sponsorships and promotional activities. So maybe that's what we're not paying enough attention to. Maybe Fox said, yeah, you're worth what Aikman and and, um, and Romo are getting. But on top of that, we want you to do a bunch of golf outings, We want you to do some speaking events. We want you to be the face that wines and dines our biggest sponsors, and we think we can make far more than another $18 million based on those relationships. So maybe it was a business decision that went far beyond television. Like an investment. Yeah. But, I mean, even in that scenario, you're saying, okay, that, that means over 10 years you you got to make $180 million more in sponsorship sales than you would have otherwise just to break even. Just to break even. I still can't fathom a seven-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback getting paid more to be the color analyst for the games than when he was playing in the games. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, I mean, crazy. how many times did we talk about Tom Brady taking the hometown discount and reworking his deal when he was with New England? Maybe he feels like he hasn't made enough money playing in the NFL, and so he needs to, you know, make some bank after it's all said and done. We get somebody that says, Borky, you left off that half million. You're, you're rounding error there. And uh, this person says, I'd be happy with just a half million. I'd be happy to do with it. a lot less than that, if we're being honest. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, do so, you think he's going to be good? Because I didn't think he would have been until he did the match thing. And then I realized, okay, this guy's kind of funny. Like, th- there's some charisma there. He's not just a football playing robot. Uh, there, There's, I mean, he's married to a supermodel. He summers in Spain. I'm sure he's. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Not traveled, but... Ho- ho- he holidays? Yeah, he holidays in Spain. But he, there, there's some good personality there. I ha- I think he'll be better than Breeze could ever dream of, honestly. Uh, Drew Breeze was not good. He just he, doesn't he, have he the was, natural charisma at all. He was not good. Preston and Fulton says, so if you're uh, Brady, do you call it quits after this year? I, I'd already have called it quits for $37 Say, million. Yeah, I, I I probably would have already hung it up if I were Tom Brady. Um, Mike in Grand Bay says $375 million. Why risk paralysis this year? Yeah, maybe so. Good question. you gotta, you got to love it. That's all it is. 
Sports Talk Mississippi. David says, I'll tune into Tony Romo because of his perspective. It's unlike others. I'll start the same way with Brady. Time will tell if I stick with it. We'll be right back. Sports Talk Mississippi with you on this Tuesday. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. For the most part, looking fairly decent, just some minor congestion northbound on 220 just past the railroad tracks and also seeing some minor delays 55 southbound in uh, Madison County, uh, just uh, right at exit 114B. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. That's right. Come get more spring savings now at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We're giving you more savings, more selection, and more affordable payments every single day, period. Right now, pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's only $249 per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our crash specialists are standing by to get you approved today because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. And we'll give you more for your trade, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come in today for more spring savings at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi Mirage 10% down to 1.9% for 72 months. Again, for the tail for credit. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. Albritton's Jewelers. When I got hurt on the field, I thought I was done playing sports. That all changed after my visit to Mississippi Sports Medicine. My super surgeon drew up the perfect game plan. It was my recovery and their game plan that proved the game-winning combination. 20 physicians, 7 subspecialties, 1 focus. You, Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Brooks and Dunn Reboot 2022 Tour. All oh, play something country. The best-selling duo of all time. Live. With special guests. Yeah, we fancy like Walker Hayes and Morgan Wade. This Thursday, Brandon Amphitheater. Turn around, go to town, on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Brooks and Dunn. Live. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. you 
Sports. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Borky and I were talking this morning. We said, you know, it's time to start kind of digging into some of the teams in the SEC. We've obviously got a couple of weeks left of baseball in the regular season. There's plenty to talk about, but it's never too early to start peeking ahead. And we said, who's the most interesting team in the SEC, and we landed maybe on Texas A&M. Olin Buchanan joins us from TexAgs.com. Olin, I always appreciate your time. Good to visit with you. It feels like with this particular Texas A&M team, there is no shortage of storylines based on the offseason that we've had, the players that are on this roster, and the expectations that go along with the program. Um, yeah, I think there are a lot of storylines. You know, like with every major program that doesn't know exactly who their quarterback is, uh, mm-hmm. the quarterback competition, maybe a three-way quarterback competition is going to be the number one uh, question, number one thing to follow. But, you know, there's some questions about their receiving core and uh, tight end and, uh, are, you know, are they going to be able to put their defense back together uh, after losing a couple of good players off of that? Uh, unit so a new def- as you guys know a new defensive coordinator coming in there's a whole lot of things going on at A&M right now I, I feel like you almost have to start the conversation with the recruiting class because of how good it was historically I mean in the, the history of ranking recruiting classes there's never been one if uh, according to most services that's ever been ranked as high as the one that A&M signed this past year are people putting too much stock in that in terms of results on the field this season? Um, you know, who knows? Um, I know that uh, I don't think you ever want to go into a season counting heavily on a whole bunch of freshmen. Now, uh, if you can get you know a couple that can come in and, and play for you and, and play at a high level, you can certainly celebrate that. I know when Christian Kirk, uh, came here as a freshman. He became A and M's best receiver immediately. I remember, uh, you know, A and M has a whole bunch of defensive linemen coming in. I remember when Jadavion Clowney went to South Carolina. He made a difference immediately. So uh, I think you know you're hoping that in some key positions, some of these freshmen can come in and, and make a major impact. Uh, but I don't think you're ever in a spot where you're hoping that uh, no matter how good the recruiting class is that you're hoping you know a half dozen are coming in and making an impact because i don't think you want to have to rely heavily on 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 true freshmen no matter how good they are and how talented they are you know still freshmen and and they're playing their first years of college football in the southeastern conference west division among all that so um uh, you know we'll know how as with everybody we'll know how good this uh, recruiting class is whether or not it's really the number one ever in about two or three years. But uh, I do think there is some hope that a guy like Walter Nolan can come in and, and, and give you an immediate impact in the defensive line. A guy like Evan Stewart can come in and make an uh, immediate impact at receiver. And if you get that, uh, then uh, you can probably have a great chance to have a, have a really significant season. Are those the two positions where it's easiest to come in and, and make an impact as a freshman? I mean, when you're talking about a defensive lineman, you know, sometimes, and, and look, I'm not trying to say there's not nuance here, but 
either either clog up the middle or go get the quarterback. I'm not saying it's that simple, but that's kind of what you're asking a defensive lineman. And it feels like with an elite receiver, you can kind of teach them what they need to do, even if they don't understand everything that goes into offensive game planning. You can kind of teach them. Are those the two easiest spots to step in and play right away? Um, I don't know. Uh, the, the the receiver part is, at least from what I've noticed, it's not the the ability to catch the ball. It's often the ability to get off the line of scrimmage when all of a sudden you're going to get, again, look at all the corners that come out of the out of the SEC and are become first round picks. Some pretty good and, ones. You know, you're you're yeah, and you're going to get those guys and they can uh uh you know beat you up at the line of scrimmage and all of a sudden, hey, things aren't as easy as they came before. But um AM has some guys that uh, are experienced at the receiver position. Uh Nia Smith comes to mind first of all, um uh Chase Lane that you know maybe you don't have to uh, I think what they're hoping Evan Stewart is, can do is give them the deep threat that forces a defense maybe to have to keep their safeties about four or five yards further back from the line of scrimmage. So uh, not everybody's you know sitting on the uh, on the running game like a like a power hitter waiting you know sitting on a fastball. So um, yeah. uh, and as far as the defensive line and even offensive line that goes, uh, I think you know. In the past, it's always been, well, you needed a year to get physically, uh, conditioned, uh, or, you know, build up yourself physically. And Walter Nolan and a couple of the other guys they, they signed, you know, those guys are physically ready yeah. to play. It's just going to be a, ma- a matter of can they understand? And I'm, and it's, you know, it's not that hard, but can they grasp what their, uh, assignment's going to be? And are they going to make the adjustment to, again, not necessarily being, uh, you know, overwhelmingly better than the guy trying to block them. Busy with Olin Buchanan from uh, from TexAgs.com. Olin, I remember we talked, uh, I think it was last August, and, and I asked you about the quarterback race, and you said you thought Haynes King was going to win the job, and he did, and and you talked about Zach Calzada as well. So Haynes King misses most of the year with injury. Zach Calzada uh, probably going to be the starting quarterback at Auburn. Where is Haynes King? What's the level of optimism there? And what about Max Johnson? And how does he factor into this? I mean, is it is it a puncher's chance for Max Johnson? Do, do you think he's the favorite to win the job? Well, if you based it on that opinion, on what happened in the spring game, you would certainly say Max Johnson is the favorite. But uh, Fisher has been very clear that that was you know, just one more practice and that uh, Haynes – uh, you know, they had other scrimmages where Haynes looked better. So that's going to be a uh, that's going to be a competition that's going to go in well into August. Uh, yeah. And uh, Max has a, a much more than the puncher's chance. I would I would say uh, if it's not even, it's probably the difference is probably that Max uh, is more um, has been more experienced in the system. And there are those that'll tell you that the most talented of the three. Is Connor Wigman the the freshman five star freshman part of that class? But I don't. No matter how talented he is, I would be skeptical that they'll go into this year with a uh, a true freshman. But if he's the best guy, he'll be the best guy. But I could see him. Uh, I won't be surprised if they go with Max Johnson or if they go with Haynes King. It's it's just going to be that that good of competition. 
Owen, only a couple of minutes left, so I don't know that we have time to really unpack this. But I'm fascinated when I look at what Texas A&M does offensively under Jimbo. It is very much a, a throwback to, to 10 years ago. Um, where he wants big physical guys and they're not trying to play terribly fast and they're going to run the ball and they're going to do a lot of play action. And if it's fourth and short, they're going to punt it. I mean, we, we saw that in Oxford a year ago. Is he evolving at all? Is he going to evolve? Is there anything that can change Jimbo's mind? Maybe the way Nick Saban changed his mind a few years ago and said, you know what, we got to play fast like everybody else. Well, I think one of the things that's happened, I only speak to Jimbo since he's been here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've read some things and looked back at some things when he was in Florida State. But what's happened here is that his running backs have been the most talented part of their offense and their offensive line. So it only makes sense to uh, you know to, to lean on your running game. And, and they've been successful with it. Uh, he wants to throw the ball downfield, and he wants to throw down – Field a lot in the spring game. I counted ten balls that they threw downfield. I'm talking thirty yards and further in the air. You know they're going for big plays. Sure. Uh, they feel like they have some guys that can do that. You know, last year, um, you know, the injury to Haynes was was a problem with uh, with, with with their offense. Um, uh, the the uh, arrival of Evan Stewart could make a difference in that matter. But uh, the thing is, they couldn't do with uh, Devon Achain. Uh, can, can, can lead to, to more downfield throws. So they think Jake Johnson as a freshman tight end can get deep. So, uh, I just think that since he's been here, that he has called games and his offense based on what his talent was. I don't think A&M has had the receivers where you say, okay, uh, it's in our best interest to always be, you know, to, to throw deep a lot. When they've had him, Caleb Chapman, he's was always injured. He played. He was injured more at games than he actually played. Now he's uh, he's uh, in the transfer portal. So um, I, I don't know that I believe that all he ever wants to do is run and play action. I think that uh, due to injuries or talent on hand or whatever. That's just been the best, provided you the best opportunity to try to win some football game. Olin, certainly look, for, uh, look forward to visiting with you more as we get closer to the uh, start of the season, about three and a half months away. Always a uh, pleasure to visit with you. Thanks, Olin. Yeah, you bet. Anytime. Thank you. That's Olin Buchanan from TexAgs.com joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We'll talk about some of what he said when we come back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 92. Tonight, clear skies, low around 66. Wednesday, sunny and hot, high near 94. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 70. And for your Thursday, much of the same. Sunny skies and hot, high near 95. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. I'm Michael Cassidy. I've been honored to serve our country as a fighter pilot in the Navy. Now, I'm eager to continue that service as your next congressman. Just like President Trump, I believe in America first. That means auditing the 2020 election, ending vaccine mandates, and stopping illegal immigration. And on day one, I'll introduce articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for his gross incompetence in Afghanistan and along our southern border. 
I'm Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. How can R.J. Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go 601 879 3969. Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor in marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As part of its sewer consent decree, the city of Jackson is required to send quarterly reports to the EPA every four months. In the most recent report, which covers December 1st through March 31st, nearly 45 million gallons of untreated wastewater was released into the environment due to Jackson's ongoing sewer problems. And Governor Tate Reeves was recently asked by Chuck Todd of Meet the Press if he would ban contraception. Say a piece of legislation doing so was brought to his desk. Here's how that played out. Well, I don't think that's going to happen in Mississippi. I'm sure they'll have those conversations in, in but other you're states. Not answering but, the question. Uh, as is always the case with things. Well, that's always the case. There, there's uh, there's so many things that we can talk about. What what the next movement in 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 the pro life movement, in, in my view, Chuck, is is simple, and that is. We must prove that being pro-life is not just about anti-abortion. The longest-running music festival is back and bigger than ever. The 69th Annual Jimmy Rogers Music Festival, May 7th through the 15th. Family fun and a lineup of entertainment you don't want to miss. Featuring an evening with Frank Foster, Friday, May 13th, on the Meridian City Hall Lawn. Saturday, May 14th, it's multi-platinum recording artist, the Eli Young Band, on the Meridian City Hall Lawn. Crazy girls, you know the end of the end. VIP and single show tickets available at Jimmy Rogers. 
JimmyRogers.com. The 69th Annual Jimmy Rogers Music Festival, celebrating the father of country music, May 7th through the 15th. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Are we going to do this? Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Illustrated has released its way too early college football preseason top 25. Um, well, actually, it's not Sports Illustrated. It's Pro Football Network. Well, yeah, I think Sports Illustrated's already done those. Pro Football Network. I don't know who's behind that or if it's reputable at all, but most of their top 10 makes sense. They got Texas A&M at six. They got Bama 1, Ohio State 2, NC State 3. It says bold prediction time is NC State. Break the final four of our way too early college football top 25. They return nine defensive and eight offensive starters, including quarterback Devin Leary. They win the ACC with a comprehensive record while beating a ranked Clemson on the road. That puts them in a great situation to permeate the college football playoff. The, the the logic there is not way off. We just got to pull it off. Would be comparable to what Pitt did last year. They got Georgia 4, Utah 5. That Florida game. Mm. I mean. Is that week 2? Week 1, isn't it? Week 1. They got Texas A&M at six, Notre Dame seven, Baylor eight. I'm not going to argue with that based on what I saw at the end of the year. Did lose some guys to the draft though. They did. They absolutely did. Says as a um, Big Twelve, one of the most difficult conferences to predict this year. As a result, and despite the loss of a lot of guys on the defensive side, wouldn't be a surprise to see Baylor repeat as conference champions. Uh, Pitt is at 9, and USC is 10. Again, I don't know who all is behind this preseason top 25 from Pro Football Network, but that's not a terrible top 10. No, I mean, the NC State thing is is a cute little novelty pick, but other than that, it, it adds up. Maybe this is Cole Kublik's top 25. Maybe so. The The reason I'm so fascinated by Texas A&M is... is Something that you asked Olin a second ago. They signed this, the greatest recruiting class of all time, mm-hmm. um, and the largest uh, 
salaried recruiting class of all time as well. It's pretty incredible. But seriously, those guys aren't ready yet. And I don't know if this team is ready yet. I mean, if if Max Johnson it was really the difference between last year's team being underwhelming, underperforming, whatever you want to call it, and this year's team being a playoff team, I've got some bad news for you. So you've got these lofty expectations, and I agree with you. I think they've been largely created because of this recruiting class that won't really contribute anything. So you've got this situation where all the talk about Texas A&M is money and they're ready now and and all this stuff, but the reality is they don't know who their, their quarterback is going to be. They're not picking from the best options anyway. And they did lose a handful of guys that were big-time contributors from that team a year ago that lost four games. The write-up says if five-star commitments could guarantee you a national championship, Texas A&M would sit atop the college football top 25. However, they don't. The Aggies may need to lean on a number of these freshmen throughout the season as they return only four of their defensive starters from last year. While returning playmakers like Anaya Smith and Devon, uh, Devin A-Chain boost the offense, the Aggies are likely to come up short in the SEC, and yet they have them at six nationally. Here's my problem, Borky. I don't think Texas A&M can win a national championship in today's college football landscape until they adjust the way they play offensively. I don't think they can do it. Didn't we learn last year that they can't? Ground and pound doesn't work. Look, I, I could take you. So A and M lost to Ole Miss. What was the final in that game? Twenty four fourteen. Is that right? Yeah, they scored a late touchdown, but they were dominated for three quarters and ten minutes of the fourth quarter. Completely dominated. Would you think I was crazy if I argued to you that if Texas A and M had been willing to go for it on fourth and short? I'm not talking fourth and crazy like Lane Kiffin does, but fourth and less than two yards. If they had done that throughout the course of the game, the outcome in Oxford might have been different last year. Because that's what Ole Miss did, right? I mean, they got that they kept Texas A and M kind of behind the chains. And what was it? Three, four, five times in the game where it was fourth and one, fourth and two, and you look up and here comes the punt team, jogging yes. out, punt it away, give it back to Ole Miss. And sometimes Ole Miss capitalized, and sometimes they didn't, but it turned into a little bit of a field position. It was it was very much a throwback-type game that you were watching. And Ole Miss was not, I mean, it's not like they were a top 25 defense a year ago. They were, oh. they were functional defensively, but A&M didn't have a threat down the field, and Ole Miss committed to stopping Texas A&M's run, running game, and had some success doing it, and really made it kind of a snoozer. He dared Zach Calzado to beat him. And guess what he couldn't do? And now he's, he's not there anymore. He's not. He's now at Auburn. But now they're going to dare Max Johnson to beat them. Guess what Max Johnson couldn't do against Ole Miss last year? He yeah. couldn't do it either with his other team. They're fascinating. I mean, I am I am more fascinated outside of this state with Texas A&M than I am anybody else in the SEC this year. I really am. 
because I, I think that – and this doesn't really matter. This doesn't affect results on the field. But I think you're going to have an entire region of the country kind of rooting against them. They're going to be a punchline when they if they start losing games this season. They're going to be a punchline. All that money and what did you buy? Eight and four. You're going to see that. You're going to hear that from me. <laughs> Among others. <laughs> Among others. They they interest me, man, because it, they didn't give Jimbo Fisher a fully guaranteed ninety million dollar contract to go to the Outback Bowl. That's not what they're paying him for, and that's not what they expect. And despite. Ross Bjork and the fan bases see Jimbo's not going anywhere, chest thumping that they did last year. That patience is going to wear very, very thin when the oil tycoon is spending $2 million on a defensive tackle. That that patience is going to wear very thin when they are not just invested in the facilities, when they are literally invested in the product on the field. If it's not up to snuff, all that rah, 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 we pull the rope in the same direction Aggie forever, Jimbo's not going anywhere stuff will sour fast. So, Chase is a great texter, and he sends us a message here. He says, Georgia won a national title with a quarterback throwing 2,900 yards and 29 touchdowns. Elite defense and ball control will always put you in a position to win a title. But, Chase, don't we need to look a little more closely at what Georgia did First of all, 29 touchdown passes is a lot. Matt Corral didn't throw 29 touchdown passes last year. How many did Will Rogers finish with last season? You can double-check me on that. But listen to the scores. Yes, I, I, I know it got tight at the end. 36 touchdowns for Will Rogers, and he throws the ball 65 times a game. They had a tight win against Clemson, 10-3. to But then they scored 56 against UAB, 40 against South Carolina, 62 against Vanderbilt, 37 against Arkansas, 34 against Auburn, a little bit lower scoring game, 30 against Kentucky, 34 against Florida, 43 against Missouri, 41 against Tennessee, 56 against Charleston Southern, hung 45 on Georgia Tech. They lost the SEC championship game, and then they beat Michigan with 34 points, and they scored 33 against Alabama. They were, I don't know if it's fair to say that Georgia was explosive offensively, but they had dudes on the offensive side of the ball. Probably the best tight end in America. And and I think they would have been more of a downfield passing game if not for the George Pickens injury. And that kind of changed what they were and who they were. Florida's always going to run the football. I'm sorry, Georgia. I was reading a text. Georgia is always going to run the football, and Kirby's always going to do everything he can to have an elite defense. And is Texas A&M prepared? I mean, Georgia might have had the greatest collection of defensive talent in the history of the sport this past season. That five... Defensive players drafted in the first round of the draft. Yeah. Is that what A&M is this season? And, and, and while, yes, Georgia was not the team that sprinted to the line and they were running as many plays as they could as quickly as they could. But are we sure that Texas A&M, to Borky's point, is Georgia from last year? See, I don't think they are. Georgia recruited the way A&M did just slightly behind that for four straight years. 
That's how they built that roster. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Richland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Hey, we're looking good so far this afternoon. Just some after-school traffic, usual delays in those areas. Keep your speeds down as you pass through school zones. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the Ford trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 45 years straight. Made for performance and capability on and off-road. Because the trucks of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford F-Series. Drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2021 calendar year total sales. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Every child of a parent with Huntington's disease has a 50-50 chance of inheriting Huntington's disease, which is described as having ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's simultaneously. Join us in the fight against Huntington's disease at the inaugural Mississippi Team Hope Walk on Saturday, May 21st at 9 a.m. at Lakeshore Park in Brandon. To learn more, visit hdsa.org forward slash THWMS. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. 
Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Come on, Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, thanks for uh, being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation, you can do so on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. And somebody says, that game was in Oxford. If you want a chest thump, do it on road games. I just asked the question, who was chest thumping? He said, it wasn't me, but Ole Miss beat State, but the Aggies in Oxford. And, and had no, that was not an Ole Miss-Mississippi State thing. I was simply making the point that Texas A&M was not able to beat a pretty average Ole Miss team last year. And it wasn't terribly competitive because of the style that they play. It had nothing to do with Mississippi State. And for that matter, Texas A&M couldn't beat an average Mississippi State team, a state team that won in College Station last year. And LSU, who fired their coach, who was on his way out the door. LSU at that point had, what, 50 guys on scholarship available that night? They yeah. lost to Arkansas, and everybody loves to talk about how Arkansas is on, on the rise and all that, but that was an average football team last year. That's who they lost to. You're but right. That you are making a point, though, especially because if Texas A&M decided to line up and take some risks, that game could have gone differently. I don't remember the Mississippi State game playing out that way to where you thought, Jimbo, man, just go for it here. You can win. I never, I, I didn't get the same feeling after that game as I did after the Ole Miss game, where yeah. and I, was Lane Kiffin was directly quoted right recently about all we had to do is get a stop. We knew he was punting to us. Just stop him. He's giving us the football. I mean, it, he may have said that recently. He also said that immediately yeah. after the game. All all you have to do is make sure if the down marker says four, he's giving you the football. Yeah. Gotta get out of that, man. You you, you have to. It, it, I, I think the game is now, unless you are just so incredibly talented at every position on the field, like Georgia was last yeah. year, like Alabama is most years. But Alabama has evolved. That's not the way they play anymore. You really don't have many teams that play that way. You you, you really don't. I mean, East Carolina plays a slow pace. They try to slow the game down. Texas A&M does that. Georgia does that. There aren't that I mean, Stanford does that, but there aren't that many true pro style offenses. Jimbo's still absolutely running a pro style offense. Now Chase says, um, if you get the D and you get a quarterback that can hit the available plays and you and doesn't lose games, then you can absolutely win a title. And I just responded to Chase. That's a lot of ifs. When you're replacing seven starters on defense, you've got average quarterbacks on your roster, and you are very to be determined at the skill positions. That was not the case at Georgia. Georgia was proven 
at defense. They had an average quarterback who did not make mistakes and made plays when they were there and probably was more athletic than people wanted to give him credit for. And while they didn't have elite wide receivers all over the place, they had a couple of pretty good receivers. They had an elite freshman tight end last year, and they had elite running backs and a really, really, really good offensive line. Well, And you've seen what Kirby's done in quarterback recruiting, right? Everybody's talking about Arch Manning and Georgia and stuff. They've they've already got on their roster a dynamic playmaker at quarterback. There's a reason Nick Saban started recruiting a different kind of quarterback. Georgia's just not stockpiling your pro-style guy that's going to hand it off and throw 10-yard hitches and stuff like that, and you'll win game 17-4. to four. Mm-hmm. Not four is a very random number. You get my point. Um I think Kirby Smart has realized that model's not sustainable because he's recruiting the kind of quarterback. And that's weird to say because he's the guy that let Justin Fields go for Jake Fromm, but clearly based on how they are recruiting, he's not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Well, and Chase says I've, I've changed the argument a little bit that I'm now talking personnel as opposed to, uh, to style. I, I stand by what I said, though, about the style, though, right? So, yes, Georgia won it with a more methodical style. I brought the personnel piece in because they were the most dominant team personnel-wise in the country, and I'm not even sure it was close. 2020 Alabama, that's not how they played. 2019 LSU, it's not how they played. 2018 Clemson, nope. 2017 Alabama, they had transitioned to the playing fast mode at that point. I mean, you got to go back, you know, outside of Georgia last year, what, 2015 Alabama? for a team that was kind of trying to win it with defense and a running game and taking shots down the field. I mean, 2014 Ohio State was explosive. Now, part of what they did was explode in the running game. That's when Ezekiel Elliott went crazy. But that was an explosive Ohio State team that didn't just go pound it, pound it, play action, take a shot, and hope it works out. So... I, I don't know. I mean, if you have the best talent that's out there at every single position on the field and you recruit that way year after year after year, then, yeah, I guess you can probably play just about any style you want and have a chance to win a championship. But in today's game, if you're not taking advantage of playing fast when the rules are set up to allow you to take advantage of that, I think it's harder than it's ever been to win a championship in that style. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden says his administration is working to counter inflation. President Biden says inflation is his number one domestic priority. Some of the roots of the inflation are outside of our control, to state the obvious. 
But there are things we can do and we can address. President Biden also chided Republicans for failing to address high gas prices and described the proposal from Florida Republican Senator Rick Scott as an ultra-MAGA agenda. Fox's Jared Halpern. The Kaiser Family Foundation finds that up to 14 million Americans could lose pandemic-linked Medicaid coverage after federal subsidies end. The federal government has been giving billions of dollars in aid to states, provided they don't remove people from Medicaid rolls until the Biden administration declares an end to the public health emergency. That's set to end on July 15th. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. America's listening to Fox News. I'm Michael Cassidy. I've been honored to serve our country as a fighter pilot in the Navy. Now, I'm eager to continue that service as your next congressman. Just like President Trump, I believe in America first. That means auditing the 2020 election, ending vaccine mandates, and stopping illegal immigration. And on day one, I'll introduce articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for his gross incompetence in Afghanistan and along our southern border. I'm Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Three Mississippi locations are included on a Wallet Hub list of the most over-leveraged cities for student debt, Ridgeland, Macomb, and Hattiesburg. The number one postgraduate fear among students is not being able to find a job at 36%. That's followed by student loan debt at 30%. An Oxford woman has been forced to leave her apartment after thousands of bees were found living inside the residence. Alexa Lee told the Oxford Eagle she moved to Oxford from Georgia in February to be near her mother. Weeks after moving in, she noticed bees hovering outside of her apartment at the links, and then she started hearing buzzing coming from the walls. Maintenance and a group of beekeepers checked the scene, and they found over 10,000 bees living in Lee's walls and ceiling. Whether she'll be able to break her lease or not at this point is unknown. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Helping Mississippians with disabilities prepare for the job market as well as live independently in their homes and communities, this is what we do at the Mississippi Department of Rehab Services. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director. The resources provided through our office helps families by providing things like personal care attendance, home modifications, career guidance and counseling, job supports, and so much more. You'll never know how we might be able to help you until you connect with us. Please visit mdrs.ms.gov to find an office closest to you. Elon Musk has said that he will reinstate former President Donald Trump's Twitter if his purchase of the social media giant is successful. Conant fans should be uh, extremely rare and really reserved for uh, 
people where they're trying to uh, for, for accounts that are uh, bots or uh, spam scam accounts. Musk made that comment during an appearance at FT Live's Future of the Car conference on Tuesday. According to the Tesla CEO, the $44 billion deal still has another two to three weeks before being finalized. And according to the Mississippi State Department of Health and Dr. Thomas Dobbs, the state is now seeing an increase once again in the Omicron variant. COVID is still deadly, still killing folks. And if we see resurgences or people get COVID, they need to know to get diagnosed and treated. To learn more about COVID-19 in Mississippi, log on to supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Twilight Concerts and Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th with J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets on sale this Friday, May 13th at 10 a.m. at TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Daniel Group. with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's big. Yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. be a part of the conversation, you can join us on the Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Let Ceasefire handle all of your business needs. You can visit them online at ceasefire.com slash business. Richard Cross and Michael Borky with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Pretty heavy dose of college football this afternoon. Kendall Rogers will join us to start the 5 o'clock hour. That's normally when we would have the college football fix So let's move that up. Let's start the 4 o'clock hour today with the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. You can test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. F-Series, best-selling trucks in America for 45 straight years. So... Borky, there is a uh, college football writer, Josh Pate, I believe is his name. Yeah, he's with 24-7, does a, a really good uh, like YouTube on-demand show. I disagree with everything we're going to play. I, I, in fact, I think he's just so off the mark, it's not even funny. But I do like him and respect his work and think he does a good job, for whatever it's worth. Okay. So, Josh Pate was reacting to Mike Leach's tweet following the Kentucky Derby when Longshot, 80-1 to long stri- uh, Longshot, Rich Strike won. Here's what he said. 
bumper sticker syndrome exists. That's the sort of thing where if you just read something really quickly and then you move on, it makes sense. But it, it bears no shot of standing up to any thorough examination. Uh, one of those would be the big lies we've talked about on this show many times, like, well, you are what your record says you are. If you watch pro football, that sounds like it makes sense. It doesn't always make sense in this sport because of the difference in strength of schedule. You could have someone tell you, well, a win is a win. No, I can assure you if you beat an FCS team you were favored by 45 against by a field goal versus beating Alabama by a field goal, those wins are not equal, not even remotely close to being equal. But if you just say them and then you move on, kind of makes sense, right? That is bumper sticker syndrome. Well, Mike Leach has got a, a great heaping helping of bumper sticker syndrome going for him right now. You know, because even the expansionist crowd out there claims that they love the regular season. So those of you who claim you could get everything that's magical about the NCAA tournament or the Kentucky Derby all of a sudden and put it in college football but keep everything else the same. Hey, Mike Leach just mentioned some other races that horse didn't win. Could any of you tell me about those races? You told me about the Kentucky Derby because you watched that because that's an event that the structure of that sport, horse racing, says you have to watch. Could you tell me about the other races, though? For the St. Peter's represents everything that could be great about college football crowd. Could you tell me uh, your favorite three memories from St. Peter's regular season run this year in college basketball? The answers are no and no because the very thing that you're touting as what could be something to enact change in college football gave you no reason to observe the regular seasons in any of those other sports. So, Josh Pate, National College Football Writer at 24-7 Sports and also does some stuff at uh, CBS Sports HQ. Quick question. What are your three favorite memories of Cincinnati's run to the playoff this past season? Mm. What, what did you love about their regular season? Was it the win at Tulane? Did that get you? Oh, you remember they beat Notre Dame, but I promise you, you didn't watch it. Well, you might have watched that one. Maybe. Maybe. I, I Probably remember watching some of their game against Indiana. Maybe. I watched more college football than anybody I know. I didn't check that one out. I watched a good bit of that one. Because I thought they might lose. Well, Indiana they didn't play very well. Indiana yeah. ended up being bad. But yes. either yes. way, it's two different arguments, right? And I know our friend Chase is going to send us a lot of messages because he disagrees with with me on this, and he's going to let me know about it. Playoff expansion, to me, is not about the the best way to determine the champion. Because it's not. Four is fine if that's the only goal here. But I cannot follow or agree with the it ruins the regular season argument. Because let's be honest. Let's really be honest. What is there to ruin? What is there to ruin? How many fan bases in college football today, in May, where optimism is at its highest, truly have a can believe they have a realistic shot at making the playoff? Of the 130 teams that exist in college football, how many fan bases in May think this team can make the playoff? Can and, make the playoff, not win a national championship. Yeah can make the playoff. How many fan bases can realistically I mean, what's that number? That? 16 to 20? Yeah. Maybe less? Maybe less. And how many think that they have a realistic shot at winning the national championship? Because I couldn't get to seven when I thought about it. I was going to say six. Alabama, Alabama, Georgia. 
Clemson fans, I guess, have probably given that up, at least in the short term. So Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma, just because they always do. But they got a new coaching staff, new quarterback. I mean, yeah, they, no, even that's questionable. I understand. I, I completely understand. Um, my guess is that there is a faction of the Southern Cal fan base that thinks it's going to be that quick of a turnaround. Yeah. So there's you a fifth one. Um, Notre Dame? But Notre do, Dame six? Do they have the talent? To, I mean, we're, we're at six, and it's like, eh, I don't know. It's going to come from a pool of three at best. It's going to be one of the two teams in the SEC winning the national championship again. That's what's going to happen. We all know it. Maybe Ohio State. They got returning quarterback, good everything else. What is there to ruin? What is great about the college football regular season when 98% of the sport never plays a single game that truly matters? I know we care around here. We love it. We're excited about the season. I'm excited about the season. I think Ole Miss is interesting. Can Will Rogers take the next step and Mike Leach's offense take the next step and be more consistent? We've got stuff to talk about and be interested in. We love football. But there will not be, barring something shocking, a single game played by Ole Miss or Mississippi State that have playoff implications for them. Now, Alabama, when they come to Oxford, they better win or else it ruins their shot at a playoff. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas, LSU, Florida, South Carolina, Auburn, Tennessee, Missouri, Virginia Tech, Miami, Florida State, on and on and on, will not play a single game that matters this season in terms of making the real postseason. Not one. And and the fact, Borky, is, is if you go to a 12-team playoff, you still don't have 130 teams that have got a chance. No. But you've got... 30. And you could argue even more. And no, would that change the outcome of the playoff in the season? Probably not. But at least you have games that matter. Because when you really look at college football 2021, how many games were played that mattered? Oh, but you could devalue Ohio State-Michigan. Okay. It's one of the greatest rivalries in sports. It's fine if it's not playoff or bust. It, it'll be fine. The game will still be compelling. People will watch. I would see. I, I would argue that you end up with more games that really matter. Yeah. Right. Because okay, so so Texas A and M beats Alabama, which made all of Alabama's games after that matter a heck of a lot, because there was no margin for error after that. The SEC championship game mattered. Like, there's no way to even put a measure on how much it mattered for Alabama because if Alabama had lost to Georgia in the SEC championship game, they're out. They're not going to the college football playoff. But because they beat Georgia and they had the only only the one loss, they get in the playoff. You get a rematch. Georgia wins it. Uh, you know, the national championship game, et cetera, et cetera. We, we, we get that, but. How about making games for Arkansas matter in November? Games for Iowa State matter in November, even if they lost to Iowa in week two of the season. How about making games for Baylor matter at the end of November? Because if they win their conference championship, they're going to the playoff. 
Yeah. Nobody from the Big 12 was going to the playoff last year. In 2020, remember, after Oklahoma lost their second game on October 4th, there was not one college football game, not one west of the Mississippi River that had playoff implications. And you're telling me that's the best regular season in sports? We can't ruin a regular season that had west of the Mississippi River not playing a meaningful game after October 4th? We can't ruin that? I disagree. I think we can ruin that for the better. Yeah. That's your college football fix, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford tough. We'll be back right after this. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Other than the typical congestion downtown Jackson, 220, Interstate 20 and 55, all running smooth. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best is from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialists at Car Care Clinic Chetlu. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventive maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military seniors and all First responders every Thursday. And they're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. An A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, <laughs> almost. You know. And, of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. <laughs> and then the whole it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? 
Hey, this is Will with Service Specialist. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialist has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialist, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Let's just stick with the college football theme for a minute. A couple of nuggets for you. Will Hall is 42 years old today. Happy birthday to the head coach of Southern Miss. A lot of reason to be excited about their upcoming season. It wasn't yesterday Kiffin's birthday? I have no idea. Uh, let's see. May 9th, yeah. Yeah, they are They are back-to-back. They could have a joint party if they wanted to. How, um, you mean Combined. That's what, yeah, a joint combined, yeah. Thought you were suggesting that maybe they should have a. Oh no, I wasn't a joint saying they party should have it. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing or not, but I feel like uh, I feel like Will Hall would be less likely to enjoy one of those than Kiffin, but I don't know what either one does. I'm just no if, I had, if I had to guess. Um, so Lane Kiffin turned 47 yesterday, and Will Hall turns 42 today. Yeah, when you listen to the two of them talk, which one do you think's older? Will Hall sounds older, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. He, he he does. It's got a chance to be a fun year for Southern Miss football, right? With with the the transfers, some health, a roster that looks more like Will Hall wants it to look. It's going to allow them to play the style I think that he wants them to play. The quarterback's going to be a huge part of what they do offensively. It sounds like Ty Keyes made some pretty big strides in the offseason. The, the, there was excitement going into last year, but the only reason there was excitement was because there's a new coach. It wasn't because, oh, I think this team's going to be great. I don't know that any of us thought that it was going to be quite the struggle that it was, but I think as you watched it unfold, you realized there were some pretty significant roster issues. They got a lot better, personnel-wise, this past offseason. I, I believe in Will Hall. I, I do. He's won everywhere he's been. He's done a really good job. It's a hard job. So I miss it's a hard football job right now. I don't know that you would always say that it was a hard football job. Maybe it's always been a hard job, and Jeff Bauer just did such a great job being consistent year after year after year after year after year that we're not giving enough credit for it being a difficult job. And then, you know, Larry Fedora kind of got it going a little bit. Todd Munkin had it going a little bit. There were some good teams in there. But it really fell off a cliff. But I still believe in Will Hall. So, we'll see. Yeah, he gets a shout-out for not being scared of scheduling, by the way. 
Have you seen their schedule? Yeah, I mean, aside from switching to the Sun Belt, which increased its value, they're opening up with uh, Malik Willis absent Liberty. So they're coming to Hattiesburg to start the season. Little Hugh Freeze homecoming there. Mm-hmm. But one of the better G5s out there. I mean, he's a good coach. He's gotten good players. That's not easy to open your season, no doubt. Then they go to Miami. The U. Not Miami of Ohio, but the uh, the one in Coral Gables. And there's some excitement surrounding that team. Oh, no doubt. Uh, and for whatever it's worth, the rest of it, Northwestern State at home at Tulane, at Troy, Arkansas State at home, at Texas State. The... Uh, Formerly led by Billy Napier, Louisiana Raging Cajuns, Georgia State. They go to Coastal Carolina, host South Alabama, and go to ULM. Now, what's their Conference USA schedule? Because they've got one of those also, don't they? Oh, well, that that's over now, remember. Um, Did it end in? It's done. Yeah, it's done. Was that like a day when I was out when that news you must became have, official? Yeah, it's it's done, done. They, uh, what, they, how do they settle? They didn't release it publicly, but it's done. Okay. Yeah, they're they are they're they're done with that. Um, I so did Conference see, USA is not still pretending that Southern Miss no. and no, they've Marshall given are, that up. Okay. They did file some restraining orders on reporters that cover all the teams, though. I'm not kidding. Conference USA. They did they did some kind of like you're not allowed to dig into us anymore. Kind of legal maneuvering. The whole situation's bizarre. But which which leaves the reporters going, well, I might dig because you say I can't, but really I just don't care anymore. What is that called? The Streisand effect? Drawing attention to something, uh, causing more people to pay attention to it, essentially? Yeah. Like if, if I said, hey, hey, Richard, don't ask me about this. Well, I wasn't going to. Well, but now you. that you have uh, put right. that into my mind, maybe I'm curious. And that, that that's the Streisand effect. I think that's what that's called. Either way, yeah, they're done with it. Um I mean, going to Coastal, that that is that's just something that Conference USA didn't offer you. And, and you know, maybe when they lose McCall and Chadwell, they you know, they drop off a little bit, but that'll be a ranked team basically all season. High mm-hmm. expectations there. Yeah. If McCall would have hit the portal, he'd be starting probably in the SEC this year. Somewhere. I imagine he would have gotten a phone call from Lane Kiffin. Sure. Texas A&M I, was looking for quarterbacks. Auburn was looking for quarterbacks. Somebody I just kind of respect that he chose to stay put. It's the stories we don't celebrate enough. He could have, man, he could have gotten a fat NIL deal, and he could be starting in the Power Five at worst somewhere. Stuck around. So did he get like a Hooters NIL deal to stay at Coastal? Now, I understand that that's incredibly stereotypical, first of all, of the greater Myrtle Beach area. No. But there's actually more to that. Springsbrook Stadium, it's the founder of Hooters that gave all the money to uh, Coastal. See? No. (laughs) The more you know, right? The more you know. For whatever it's worth, last year, uh, by the way. You did see that John Daly Jr. got a sponsorship. He and his dad got a co-sponsorship with Hooters. Yeah. Uh, he, he completed 73% of his passes, 2,900 yards, 27 touchdowns, three picks. That's a year after throwing 26 touchdowns and also three picks. One of the more creative offenses you'll see in the sport, too. It's a lot of fun. There are those that are absolutely 
holding out hope that Arch Manning is going to come and play college football at Ole Miss. And I suppose because he has not committed anywhere, there's a chance. But it feels like a long shot at best. Uh, Newman Isidore High School just started its spring practice, and there were several media outlets that were on hand for spring practice number one, in addition to uh, several college coaches, including a pair from Alabama. And Arch Manning actually talked to the media and confirmed a lot of what has been talked about, and that's that Alabama, Georgia, and Texas remain in the best shape to land Arch Manning. Um, He was asked a, a question about when he was going to make his decision, et cetera, and how many visits he was going to take and all of those things. And Arch Manning said, it's kind of getting closer. I don't really have a point yet, but I guess it's, kind of narrowing stuff down. I'm looking forward to making a decision either before the season or during the season or after the season, kind of leaving his options open there. If I was ready, I'd probably commit right now, but I'm not, so I'm just waiting. Um, As part of this story, Manning confirmed that Alabama, Georgia, and Texas are the three most likely programs to receive official visits. That's according to Sam Spiegelman at On3. And you got a couple of others that might get them as well, including in-state program LSU and Florida, obviously both of which have new coaching staffs. Those trips are not like uh, locked in. And it says that either would be big in recruiting, considering he hasn't been to either school under Brian Kelly or Billy Napier, but the SEC has work to do to contend. There's no mention of Ole Miss in this story. And I don't think that's because Sam Spiegelman has some agenda. I think it has just become pretty clear that Texas or Georgia or Alabama is going to be the landing spot for Arch Manning. And interestingly enough, if he goes to Texas, he's going to play his first two years in the Big 12. Texas and Oklahoma are going to stay put for 23 and 24. It won't be until 25 yeah. that they make the transition into the SEC. If anybody was was holding out hope, you should have known before this article came out when Ole Miss took the commitment of the four-star from Nashville, Marcel Reed, that the staff conceded that they weren't getting him. And uh, you know, Which, by the way, if Arch Manning wanted to commit to Ole Miss they would six months from now... They would take him. And Marcel Reed is talented enough. He'd, he'd find another landing spot. Or he could stick with Ole Miss if he wanted to. Whatever. Sure. But um, I, I got an angry text from a friend about that. Why why, why would they do this? Why wouldn't they hold out with Manning until the end? Because when you know it's over-ended, there are previous coaches at Ole Miss that would not have moved on and locked in another four-star that would have just recruited Arch to the end with no backup plan, and when they didn't sign him, would have been, for lack of a better term, screwed on signing day. Mm-hmm. That's not what Kiffin did here. It's the right move. More coming up with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Uh-huh. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 92. Tonight, clear skies, low around 66. Wednesday, sunny and hot, high near 94. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 70. And for your Thursday, much of the same. Sunny skies and hot, high near 95. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. I'm Michael Cassidy. I've been honored to serve our country as a fighter pilot in the Navy. Now, I'm eager to continue that service as your next congressman. Just like President Trump, I believe in America first. That means auditing the 2020 election, ending vaccine mandates, and stopping illegal immigration. And on day one, I'll introduce articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for his gross incompetence in Afghanistan and along our southern border. I'm Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paper Michael Cassidy for Congress. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Three Mississippi locations are included on a Wallet Hub list of the most over-leveraged cities for student debt, Ridgeland, Macomb, and Hattiesburg. The number one postgraduate fear among students is not being able to find a job at 36%. That's followed by student loan debt at 30%. An Oxford woman has been forced to leave her apartment after thousands of bees were found living inside the residence. Alexa Lee told the Oxford Eagle she moved to Oxford from Georgia in February to be near her mother. Weeks after moving in, she noticed bees hovering outside of her apartment at the links, and then she started hearing buzzing coming from the walls. Maintenance and a group of beekeepers checked the scene, and they found over 10,000 bees living in Lee's walls and ceiling. Whether she'll be able to break her lease or not at this point is unknown. 
Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on the catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews, Monday starting at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. Here we go. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more Super Talk Mississippi. message about Arch Manning said he's not coming to Ole Miss I'm over it Manning is seeking too much attention he needs to commit and start recruiting for his team wherever that is and it ain't Ole Miss I kind of disagree with that he's a junior in high school he has not yet finished his junior season in high school and he's not asking for the attention and has said when he knows he's going to commit he's not going to drag it out just for the sake of dragging it out which Seems reasonable to me. I don't know. Maybe it's also good business sense. Maybe the longer you hang out there, the more value there is in potential NIL deals. I don't I don't know that that makes a difference one way or the other. Where would you guess? Georgia. Really? I think so. I don't know, though, man. I'm... I did. I got a good laugh out of a Georgia on three sites headline today. Well, it's not. A, it's it's their tweet linking to the article about Arch Manning. It says Arch Manning loves Georgia in parentheses. Of course he does. Like, come on, guys. When is? I mean, how rare is it when a college or a high school student doesn't love a college campus? Like the, well, of course he loves Athens because we, and you guys love Athens, and he sees the same things that we do, the 100 bars and REM recorded albums here. He's <laughs> <laughs> a 16 or 17-year-old kid. It is, town. but, I mean, the SEC's filled with him. Austin's awesome. Like, like, what do you think Austin doesn't have that you have? I mean, come on. 
He's a 16 or 17-year-old kid. He shows up to this campus. He's treated like a god. And there is older, attractive women walking around everywhere. Yeah, he loves Athens. He loves Austin, too. He loves Tuscaloosa. He'll visit Gainesville. Guess what? He'll love it there, too. I'm sure he loves going to Oxford. High school kids love hanging out on college campuses when everybody's trying to get him to go there. Yeah. Breaking more at 11. Somebody says, like, a Manning needs money. Well, he doesn't have his own money. I mean, other than what his parents put in his bank account. And to me, that's a bit of a misnomer, right? I mean, this is your opportunity at 18 years old to actually make your own money. I would think that would matter. What? Have you ever known a rich person to just give it all up and be done? I mean, aside from Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, who's just giving away all the money she took from him, rich people generally... Yeah, but you know what? Her net worth really isn't going down. Imagine that, right? Um, She's giving away, what, $4 billion, $6 billion, something like that? Something like that. And her net worth hasn't really changed. Because the other Maybe billions are... Yeah, it's like the other $30 billion that that's left is doing just fine with compound interest. I mean, I, Amazon stock is going down, so maybe it's gone down a little bit, but she's going to be okay. But, yeah, even if the family has money, why would you not pursue more? Yeah, somebody said, a guy said it was a joke. It's fine. Ah, yeah. Uh, who do you think would drive Arch's pick the most? Look, he's got influential people that care about him and that he cares about in his life. And he can rely on them for help in making a decision. They're letting him make his own decision. And the question of who do I think would drive it the most? I think his mom and dad are drive are, are the most influential there. Honestly, though, is it even them? I have a feel, you know. No, they're letting him make his right. own decision, but they're going step by step with him through the process. Does Arch talk to Archie about it? Sure, but my guess is that Archie and Arch talk about other things besides his recruitment more than they talk about his recruitment. And I love my grandfathers, both of whom have passed. Uh, my, my dad's dad, especially, just uh, the typical American dream. Served in the military, had no money, started pumping gas at a gas station and, and worked his way up and, and worked his way up and worked his way up. Uh, had four boys, uh, just typical American dream. Wonderful man. He passed before it was time for me to choose to go to college and stuff, but I wouldn't have asked or, or he wouldn't have influenced my decision at all. I wouldn't have let him. It's mine, not his. And I love the man, respect him dearly. But Grandpa wasn't telling me where to go to school. Yeah, I've heard from very few, but some Ole Miss people uh, over the duration of this recruitment that say, well, Archie should steer him to Ole Miss. No, he shouldn't. I don't think he should. That's not the role of a grandfather to me. That's not what I want my dad to do to my son. And that's not what my grandfathers did to me. Uh, again, because of their pasts, if Arch has questions, he he can 
He can ask Archie. He can ask Cooper. He can ask Peyton. If he wants to learn about Tennessee, he can ask Peyton. If he wants to learn about Virginia, he can ask Ashley, Peyton's wife, or his sister who I think goes to Virginia. He can ask his I mean, the, the, all of the resources, family and otherwise, are there to help Arch make the decision. I, I've spoken with people very close to this, and nobody's pushing him. They are allowing him to go through this process, helping along the way, just like any parent would, would help their kid make a big decision. We're doing it with our kids. Now, Francis, not so much. She's almost five. But with Obi, who's nine, and Ava Montgomery, who just turned 12, they're getting to the point in life where they've got to make some decisions. And we're trying to help them get the information they need and to think about things in maybe different ways than you do when you're nine years old and 12 years old and then allow them to make a decision. I think that's part of growing up. It's part of maturing. It's part of becoming a dad. Or, or I'm sorry, not a dad. It's part of transitioning to adulthood. Not saying that my 9-year-old and 12-year-old are anywhere close to adulthood. I'm not ready for that. But you want them to start using a process to make decisions that affect things that they do in their future, whether it's friends or school or sports or how they're going to allocate their time so that they need to get the things done that they can get done or get the things done that they need to get done. I, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I have so much trouble. And I think it's because of the fandom that's wrapped up in it. And for Ole Miss fans, and, and this is not all, it's some, there's still PTSD from the, the Peyton thing, which is now 26, 28 years in the rearview mirror. There's still people that are, are, are frustrated about that. And it's like, you know, the bottom line is it's his decision. He's going to go spend three or four or five years on a college campus and it needs to be where he wants to go. Somebody says, Richard, I've been listening to you too long. Dang, your daughter's 12? Yeah, she turned 12 last week. She did. Well, and, and I've seen, again, very few. I think we're I think we're mostly talking to a small minority of people. I don't think mm-hmm. the fan base at large is like hanging on arches everywhere, and I really don't believe that to be the case. What should comfort you, if you're uncomfortable with this, if you're sad about this, is that so long as Lane Kiffin is your coach, however long that is, you're going to be fine at quarterback. Quarterback recruiting is going to be fine. Look at the quarterbacks that he has signed or committed so far. Luke Altmeyer from Starkville, four-star. Jackson Dart, former five-star, transfer from Southern Cal. Marcel Reed, four-star from Nashville. I think quarterback recruiting and development is going to be just fine as long as Lane Kiffin is your coach. I think if you don't get Arch Manning, it's not the end of the world. I've had people say to me, it's program-defining. No, it's not. Nah. Well, And this is a good point, Borky. Archie let his own kids choose. Why is he going to change that now with his grandson? It's only program-defining if you get bad quarterback play after he goes somewhere else. That's what it's program-defining. Yeah. Cooper wanted to go to uh, Ole Miss, and he did. 
if Cooper doesn't get hurt and Ole Miss isn't going through probation, Peyton probably goes to Ole Miss. But Cooper got hurt, and Ole Miss was going through probation, and it was a better career decision for Peyton to go to Tennessee. And then you go through, and Eli goes through the recruiting process. He's looking at Virginia. He chooses Ole Miss, and it worked out great. Now it's Arch's turn, and he gets to um, he gets to do the same thing. Uh, Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Here, how about that? My father-in-law is a state grad. He donates to the school. He lives and breathes state. My 17-year-old son recently started getting courted by Ole Miss. My father-in-law took him to a baseball game in Oxford last weekend to show him the campus. That's what a good grandfather does. Yeah. Hey, boy, CC. That's cool. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Expect moderate delays due to road work on I-220 northbound between US-49 and Watkins Drive. Otherwise, just your normal congestion for this time of the day. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal... Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need, tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Does your driveway need a little spring because your tired vehicle has sprained its sprung? Well, then you need to bring your brung to Pinnacle Motors. Steve Owen and the friendly staff at Pinnacle Motors can up your game and get your ride back to where it should be. If they don't have it, they'll work for you in finding the best pre-owned car, truck, and SUV that's been inspected and has a warranty. They're also still buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. 
Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. I know you saw this Borky. Mike Bray is a basketball coach at Notre Dame. And I thought he said something that was really refreshing. I'm assuming that the ACC meetings are happening at Amelia Island. That's the uh, the dateline on this story from David Hale. Amid a significant outcry from coaches and a new NCAA push toward regulating name, image, and likeness deals, Notre Dame basketball coach Mike Gray, uh, Bray has a message for his colleagues who are upset with an often chaotic process. Here's the quote. Coaches have got to stop complaining. This is the world we're in, and last time I checked... We make pretty good money. So everybody should just shut up and adjust. Every now and then you get popped in the face with a truth bomb. This one, courtesy of Mike Bray, Notre Dame. It's refreshing to hear somebody with perspective. Yeah. It is. I mean... yep. And, you know, I'm buying Notre Dame basketball moving forward. If anybody's embracing what's currently going on, it's that guy right there. Mm -hmm. There's a reason. and It's not just because I think that his statements are loaded with hypocrisy. There's a reason that I'm out on Clemson football. I don't like their future. It's not because Dabo rubs me the wrong way when he's talking about devaluing education with his $9 million a year salary. It's because the way he talks is an indicator of somebody completely unwilling to adjust. And regardless if you think this is the right way, the wrong way, but currently it is the way. And if you're not going to take transfers at all, 
if you're not going to engage your boosters in the NIL game that is required to be competitive, you're going to get left behind. Reluctance to adjust is going to cost cost you. Yeah. Nick Saban is saying things publicly that aren't happening privately. They're using the transfer portal. They're using NIL. He may not like it, but they're doing it. Clemson's not doing it. This is the kind of stuff that if I were a Notre Dame fan, I'd be encouraged by because it's got perspective on all levels. Because you are making $2 million a year. I'm so sorry your job got a little bit harder. And and by the way, I have no issue with coaches being like, you know, the calendar's a little out of control. I don't care how much money you make. When you're in a business that is as high stress as Division One college coaching is, especially in football and men's basketball, you need a little bit of downtime. You need to be able to unplug. And 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 less head coaches and more assistant coaches. Now, assistant coaches are also played really, really well, but they're not paid as well as head coaches are, and those guys absolutely grind 12 months out of the year now. I got no issue with saying probably need to adjust the calendar a little bit, regardless of how much money they make, because you just completely burn out. Porky, I don't care how much you love your job. Like you, 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 Michael Borky, very rarely take time off. And like for the first few years you were doing this, you're like, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to take any time off. I was so proud of you last year. You're we like, we're going on a vacation. And you came back, you're like, I needed that so bad. You don't, you don't even realize you need it. And it's not like we're out working in the salt mines or digging ditches or, or whatever else. But when you just kind of do the same thing over and over and over, you, you just need to be able to press the refresh button. So I've got no issue whatsoever with coaches saying, you know, it really would be good if we could adjust the calendar on this. But it's not just coaches that need a break. High school kids that are being recruited need a break from it also. Yeah. But you need to shut some windows down where this is not a 12-month-a-year deal. But I did think this was incredibly refreshing from Mike Bray. You know, we're paid pretty well. We need to quit. It doesn't mean that they don't need to look at ways that can be adjusted, but we really need to stop complaining publicly about this because nobody cares. Nobody cares about us complaining while we're making somewhere between 2 and $12 million a year to coach college basketball or college football at the head coach level. That was really good. Really good. Kendall Rogers is going to join us to start the 5 o'clock hour. That normally would be our college football fix. We move that up to the 4 o'clock hour today. We'll talk with Kendall about uh, college baseball and um, what he thinks about Southern Miss, how important tomorrow night's game is between Southern Miss and Ole Miss. Does Ole Miss have a pulse when it comes to the postseason? What about a little bit of a resurgence for some teams in the SEC and more? All that coming up with you next. After this timeout, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com.
listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at Peroni Street Pros. Online at peronistreetpros.com. News. I'm Rich Dennison. Alabama murder suspect Casey White, taken into custody last night after a 10-day manhunt, has waived extradition and will be transferred from Indiana. Vandenberg County, Indiana Sheriff David Wedding says the pair was planning a shootout with police. Their plan was pretty faulty. Their criminals, their plan was faulty. And it failed. Vicki White, the Alabama jail official accused of helping him escape, died from what officials say was a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Boston Municipal Judge James Stanton today clearing celebrity chef Mario Batali of sexual misconduct. I'm going to find the defendant not guilty to the charge of indecent assault and battery. He had been accused of kissing and groping a woman in 2017. The career of the 61-year-old former Food Network fixture crumbled amid several sexual misconduct allegations. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Human Services is filing a civil lawsuit against 38 people or companies to try to recover about $24 million connected to the state's largest welfare fraud case. Nancy New and her son Zach are named in the suit. They recently pleaded guilty to state and federal charges for their part in an embezzlement scheme that also included the former DHS Director John Davis. Attorney General Len Fitch says the investigation into misspent TANF money, which began in 2020, is still ongoing. The Tony Awards are coming up June 12th, and one of Mississippi's own will be there for all the excitement. Mark Everson of Gaucher co-produced the Broadway show Paradise Square. It's set in a turbulent time during the Civil War in New York City, and it's received 10 Tony nominations. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. That's right. Now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest. Not long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. 
And after talking to my health care provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community. Because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting themsway.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. As the number 14 Southern Miss Golden Eagles are still vying to host a regional, they've recently hit a rough patch losing four of their last six conference games. Head coach Scott Berry recently sat down with us to discuss. I don't think we're playing our best ball right now. You know, we just got through a couple weeks ago with 27 days without losing, 15 straight wins, and, uh, you know, had a couple injuries that kind of messed up some things um, chemistry-wise, and, uh, you know, that's that's part of it. Everybody has the injuries. Uh, you know, you look at Mississippi State with their their real good pitcher there early in the year. With him going down, you know, how does that affect them? I mean, you, you just never know. Barry also added that winning the Sunday games the last two weekends did show the mental toughness of his squad, who is still in a very good position as the postseason nears. Next up for the Golden Eagles is a Wednesday night contest versus Ole Miss. First pitch is set for 6 p.m. To watch the full interview with Barry, go to supertalk.fm. I'm JT Mitchell. Huntington's disease is fatal, and a genetic disease described as having ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's simultaneously. Join us in the fight against Huntington's disease at the inaugural Mississippi Team Hope Walk on Saturday, May 21st at 9 a.m. at Lakeshore Park in Brandon. To learn more, visit hdsa.org forward slash THWMS. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. What do they want? Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. With you on Sports Talk Mississippi, five o'clock hour on this Tuesday. Richard Cross and Michael Borky. Hey, Dad is out today. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com or dancingrabbitgolf.com. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com. Go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Kendall Rogers joins us right now from d1baseball.com as he has each Tuesday during the baseball season. Kendall, as always, uh, appreciate your time. Let, let's jump in. I want to ask you a question that I uh, I floated on the show yesterday, and I'm not sure that we came to a great answer on it. You've got a Wednesday night midweek game in Hattiesburg with Ole Miss and Southern Miss. Southern Miss sitting there at 15 in the RPI, coming off back-to-back weekend series losses. Ole Miss needing to make a move in the RPI. They're at 55 yeah. right now. Who is tomorrow night bigger for? I think it's bigger for uh, Ole Miss. I mean, obviously, the thing about Southern Miss is, like, obviously you want to become a top-eight seed. 
But at this point, I feel like if Southern Miss handles its own business the rest of the way in conference play and plays really well in the conference tournament, which it should, uh, being at the peak, uh, I think they're probably still going to get a top 16. Um, I think Ole Miss, every loss at this point for Ole Miss is huge, and every win for this point at this point is huge for Ole Miss. So I think for me it's, it's the Rebels. Because, I mean, here's the thing about Ole Miss. is As bad as the season's gone for them, you're starting with that sweep over the weekend against Mizzou. You, you, you are seeing a pathway – to making the postseason, and I think we all know this team, if they could just get there, uh, they can make a lot of noise. Yeah, we talked to Mike Bianco about it on uh, yesterday, on Monday, um, and I asked him, I was like, I know Missouri's record is, you know, they're at the bottom of the SEC, but it felt like your team played well for, for three straight games, which I don't think they've done at any point in conference play for three consecutive games. Do, do you look at the way Ole Miss played and maybe raise your eyebrows a little bit when maybe a week ago or a couple of weeks ago you were just about ready to write their obituary? I think so. I mean, I, th- I think there's a, there's a difference between winning a game and actually looking good winning a game. Uh, I think you brought up a great point there. And they, they clearly, they played at a pretty high level throughout the weekend. So, you know, as you look ahead, you know, you go to LSU. I mean, what, what a perfect weekend to kind of get kind of back on track, kind of right the ship a little bit, to go on the road in Baton Rouge. Now you want to emulate those performances – but, uh, I mean, a perfect way to do or a perfect weekend to do that, and then you get A&M at home. So, I mean, at this point, if you're Ole Miss, I mean, I think if you can get to 14 wins in the regular season, that puts you within very much striking distance. Because I think at that point, if you won 14 SEC games, I want to say going into Hoover, your RPI would probably be, you know, 40 to 45, which, I mean, even if you lost the first game, you might still get in. Uh, I mean, you probably have a decent shot to get in. So right now, I think 14 wins is kind of what you're looking for for Ole Miss the rest of the regular season. But but to get to 14, that means series wins in each of the next two weekends. That means they've got to win two in Baton Rouge. Or sweeping one. Well, yeah, you're you're right. The thing the thing about A and M, the thing about A and M, as good as their season's been, if you can if you can find a way to beat Detmer on a Friday night. They can absolutely be beaten in both of the last two games because their weekend their weekend started after the first game get a little iffy. Who do you one hundred percent, without question, believe in right now in the SEC? And, and I guess Tennessee is the easy answer, but I'm curious if that changed <laughs> at all. I don't know Tennessee. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they did just lose twice to Kentucky Arkansas. this weekend. Yeah, I mean, that was a weird series. I don't know if you watched any of that series. That was a weird It was series. weird. I mean, there was nobody there. It was rainy. It was cold. Like, I, I don't know. I thought Tennessee looked like they'd rather be anywhere but Lexington last weekend. So I'm kind of holding I'm kind of holding a mulligan for that one. I still think Tennessee, when you look at how loaded they are with the pitching, how deep they are, you know, offensively, I still love all their components. I will say this. You know, Arkansas showed me something against Auburn. You know, this is a team that offensively, Richard, hasn't been – what we thought they would be coming into the season. But if you look at just the way that that Auburn series played out, you know, Robert Moore, who's really struggled this year, I think he entered the weekend hitting like 195 in the SEC. He gets that big three-run home run. Uh, Kendall Diggs, you know, just like he did against Ole Miss with a big home run. Uh, Caden Wallace with some big hits over the weekend. So, like, these guys that, that you consider usual suspects for Arkansas that haven't really done a lot this year, all of a sudden, they did a lot on the road in a big in a big SEC series. So I think I'm still buying Arkansas, maybe not quite as much as Tennessee, but uh, Arkansas is going to be scary in the postseason. Kendall, how do you 
how do you make sense of this year in college baseball? And and maybe a reminder for all of us that you got to let yeah. the entire season play out. But I guess it was last week, looking at the top 25, five of the preseason top ten were not even ranked. Now, I know Texas has slid back in, and you know you, you got some teams that are playing a little bit better. Yeah. Vanderbilt back into the top 25 and, and trying to kind of make a move. But it's been a strange year. It really has, and I think I think a lot of the SEC is just the injuries. I mean, if you look at you know whether it's Ole Miss or you know whether it's Florida. I mean, even Ole Miss. You know, Thomas Diamond, um, uh, Derek Diamond. Excuse me, uh, Derek Diamond had that uh, you know the injury in the off season that's kind of held him back. At least it held him back earlier this year. You know, you look at uh, Florida with the loss of Hunter Barco. You know, South Carolina. I watched a couple of their games over the weekend against A and M. I'll tell you what, like, South Carolina is not that bad. Like, you watch them and you're like, wait a second. Like, how in the world are they barely above 500? And then you remember, oh, wait, I mean, they lost Julian Bosnick for the year. So imagine if South Carolina has Julian Bosnick and, uh, you know, Will Sanders in a weekly rotation. It's a totally different picture. I say the same thing with Mississippi State. I get it. Mississippi State has, is not playing very good baseball whatsoever. But I'm just telling you, if Landon Sims is healthy – uh, you know, and guys like that, like, I just feel like the, the attitude, the complexion, the confidence of that, that kind of team is totally different. So I think for me, I think the common denominator would be just injuries around college baseball and also too, at the mid-major level, the number of old players. I mean, look at Southern Miss, for instance. You know, I feel like, you know, Danny, I feel like Danny Lynch has been in Hattiesburg for 10 years. I feel like Gabe Montenegro, I feel like he played in like the 2017, like Baton Rouge Regional. Like, that's how old. He seems so like the team. The, the teams that quote unquote mid majors or upper mid majors that are playing well are all teams that are very old. So I think it's injuries, and there's a lot of old teams out there. Kendall, when is the? Um, you know, it happens early in football. Sometimes it happens early in basketball. It seems less that it happens early in baseball. When does the coaching carousel start spinning for 2022? And do you expect? Uh, I mean, do you expect some some major changes? I do. I mean, I think there's probably two in the SEC, maybe three in the SEC. Um, I think, you know, I think the, the carousel is already spinning. I mean, Austin P interviewed like five guys this week, and they're hoping to hire somebody in the next two weeks. And this kind of gets, this kind of brings me to an interesting point is the transfer portal now, Richard, has totally changed, I think, the timing of coaching, coaching hires and, and coaching, coach firing. Cause if you look at Austin P, like you're sitting there thinking, like, why in the world are you hiring a, a wanting to hire a coach or at least name a coach with the season still going on? Well, why? Because guess what? There's already you know eight or nine hundred guys in the portal, so you've got to get a guy online so we can start hitting that portal you know hard. So I think if if you're going to see changes, uh, they're going to happen really really quick in the off season because just you know I had somebody give me a list of guys that they expect to be in the portal, and it's just like goodness gracious, like the who's who of you know, guys that are either at mid-majors or at bad, you know, bad power conference teams that are absolutely raking or absolutely putting together a great year on the mound. So I think teams are going to be in a hurry if they're making a change. But the SEC, two to three, probably. I mean, I'm I'm making an assumption here. I mean, there are there's been so much conversation around Mike Bianco and Ole Miss and the future of that sure. program, and and we'll wait and see. That's one where the season is absolutely going to have to play out first. I mean, are Kentucky right. and South Carolina the other two that you're really looking at? Yeah, that would be, those would be the other two for me. Um, I think you look at South Carolina, and 
And granted, um, you know, Mark Kingston's had some really bad luck this year. I mean, they've got like three or four really good arms that are out for the year. But you know what? There are a lot of teams in college baseball that are going through that. And this is a results-oriented business. I think if you look at Kentucky, um, you know, Kentucky to me, you know, positionally more so than anything, they've had the players to, to be in the discussion, you know, for a regional bid the last couple of years. And they just haven't been in that position. Now, they could get red hot here the final two weekends, put themselves in position, to get in that large bid, but if you're Mitch Barnhart, you want to see like you want to see a little more consistency. You know they had the drama in the off season a couple of years ago, so there's that that aspect. And you have Ole Miss, and you know Ole Miss. I, I agree with you. I think Ole Miss is one of the things you want to see play out because the last thing I want to do is sit here and say, oh well, without a doubt, they're you know they're they're parting ways with Mike Bianco. Then all of a sudden, a team this talented gets into the tournament and they go on a run. Then all of a sudden, like what you what you thought was a a sure thing suddenly isn't a sure thing. So I, I would put it this way on Ole Miss. I think, I think the ball is going to be in Mike's court in terms of the way the team plays. I think if this team sputters down the stretch and doesn't make the tournament, I think the writing is on the wall. I think if this team plays or, you know, what off like they did against Missouri, plays well, makes the tournament, makes a little bit of a run, I think all bets are off. It's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out over the next few weeks. Kendall, as always, we appreciate your time. We'll catch you again next week. You got it, buddy. Good talking to you. Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball, D1Baseball.com. Sports Talk Mississippi. Kendall joined us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. An accident on I-20 eastbound approaching the stack has traffic backed up between I-220 and Ellis Avenue. Expect delays and use caution when driving through that area. If you see any other traffic problems, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. This is Dr. Will Lumflett with Capital Dental. At Capital Dental, we want to be your one stop for comprehensive family dentistry for your family's dental needs. Book your appointment online today at capitaldentalinc.com. That's capitaldentalinc.com. Why should you trust Coleman Taylor Transmissions for your transmission repair? If you have an issue, I'm the one you deal with. I have a 4.7 rating on Google. It's about as legitimate as it gets. We've been in that location for 50 years. Our company has been in business for 61 years, 62 years this year. We've had the same phone number since 1970. Needing a transmission repaired is never convenient, but with free towing on major repairs, it's a little bit easier. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to Coleman Taylor Jackson M. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. 
Callaway says special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's and Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Or Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Good conversation, as always, with uh, Kendall Rogers. I was talking with somebody that um, that covers Southern Miss. It was Jason Baker, who's, uh, who's going to be on the call tomorrow night for the uh, ESPN Plus broadcast of, of Ole Miss and Southern Miss. And he and I were chatting a little bit about the teams, and he was doing some prep work for uh, kind of trying to understand a little bit more about this Ole Miss team. And See, you know, I was listening to you guys and the conversation that you were having yesterday about who this game is more important for, and he thought it was for Southern Miss because of the level of what's at stake. Right? I mean, it, it it's trying to play your way into the tournament versus trying to solidify a hosting spot. But he's like, I completely get where you're coming from on the other piece of it because Southern Miss is going to be in the tournament regardless. And yes, you want to host, and they're going to. I mean, you heard Kendall say a second ago. He thinks if they take care of the business of business the last two weeks of the regular season, and they play well in the conference tournament, that doesn't necessarily even mean winning the conference tournament. That they're going to be in good shape to host in Hattiesburg. The idea of finishing top eight at this point, pretty close to out the window. Maybe not completely done, but pretty close. You know, if Southern Miss wins its last. What seven of the regular season, and they sweep their way through the conference tournament. They get up to 43, 44 wins. Maybe they're back in the top eight. Maybe so. But if they don't, let's just say they, you know, I don't know, maybe go five and one over their final six conference games, and they beat Ole Miss, and they get to the championship game or the semifinals of the conference tournament. That's a that's a resume hosting. That, that is a hosting resume, period. It's just a, it is. But for Ole Miss, where the margin for error is so small, 
Tomorrow night's really big. Jeff sent us a message on the ceasefire text line. And Jeff is a he's a big Southern Miss fan, and he said Ole Miss is going to kick our butt tomorrow night. And I said, why do you think that? That really hasn't happened at all by anyone this year with Southern Miss. And he said they've been playing quality baseball the past couple of weekends, and Southern Miss has been really bad. They've pitched it well the last couple of weekends. Let's be honest. That series in Arkansas was a debacle in terms of hitting the baseball or attempting to. Arkansas gave them 18 free passes, and they scored six runs. Yep. Yep. They were in a position to win all three games, and they came away with one win. So, I don't think you can say they played well. They pitched well. Played really good defense on Friday night and pretty good defense the next two days. And it was a disaster at the plate. Yeah, tomorrow, Southern Miss is a huge advantage over Ole Miss because of pitching. Drew McDaniel going to start tomorrow night for Ole Miss? Mm-hmm. That's a guy even the struggling Southern Miss offense can get to. Yeah. But at the same time, Drew McDaniel has shown flashes of... He got pretty good stuff. Yeah. Somebody said Drew McDaniel gives Southern Miss the edge. Maybe so. May may very well be the case. All right. We do this every year. And I know it's a couple of days old, but we didn't get to it yesterday. Mondays are are busy shows. The Kentucky Derby was on Saturday. And Borky from uh, my other job, being a play-by-play announcer, I am in awe of the skill that it takes to broadcast a horse race with that many eyeballs on it and get it all right. Now, I'm not 100% sure the guy broadcasting the Kentucky Derby this year got it all right. Now, he got the winning call. He got the winning horse. You know, he was ready. There was a response to the uh, the video that NBC or that uh, Kentucky Derby posted the the entire Derby the two minutes and forty one seconds that it took. They said this announcer was lost. He didn't catch the move Rich Strike made in between two horses. He was too focused on epicenter and not the bigger picture. You got to keep your eyes open across the entire sweep of the field. Uh, he said, and yes, Kentucky Derby, I'll call these races like a beast if you hire me. <laughs> the guy that calls the, the the track announcer for Kentucky Derby is really, really good. I didn't think listening to it that he really captured the move that Rich Strike made, which was incredible. But I still think that year in and year out, this is one of the greatest, greatest pieces of audio you can find. We're not going to play the entire two minutes and 41 seconds. You can find that. But here is roughly the last minute of the Kentucky Derby this past Saturday. He's next after three quarters in one minute, ten and four foot seconds. And now Epicenter comes splitting horses and is moving up quickly as Crown Pride takes the lead around the far turn. It is Crown Pride battling with Messier. They're stride for stride. Epicenter and Zozo sit behind them. Cyberdex sweeps up to the outside. Sandon gets the rail run and they're into the stretch. And it's Messier, Crown Pride, then Epicenter is coming up on the outside. Epicenter has taken the lead as they arrive into the final furlong. Sandon is coming after him. Epicenter and Sandon, these two, strive for stride. Simplification down the outside is next. They're coming down to the wire. Epicenter, Sandon, reach 
right, so... I got goosebumps when he yells Rich Strike, man. That is awesome. I agree. I know he missed it, but, man. So so, so you agree? I mean, he, it was like there was no recognition of what was happening as it was happening. I mean, it was all epicenter, epicenter. There's Zandon, there's Messier coming up on the outside. Whoa, Rich Strike's making run. Rich Strike wins at the longest of shots. Again, I don't think there's any harder job in professional sports or contest announcing than that job. It's moving fast. You had 20 horses in the field. You're operating off of silks and numbers, hopefully able to recognize those horses, though so many of them look alike. And it's really, really good. And the guy's voice is great. But I wish I could have heard the momentum of Rich Strike building toward that epic product. All right, so whatever. I'm not critiquing a, a, a track announcer. It's the the overhead view is the coolest thing. I don't know it's anything so about. Cool. I don't know anything about horse racing. I don't. I've been to them. They're fun. Mostly uh, had some drinks while I was there. That's that's about the extent of my knowledge. But you can see. I, I know jockeys control the horse, and they're very important and all that. You can't tell me that that horse didn't see the window and, and his instincts kicked in in that moment because that that window opened up and he shot right through it, man. Mm-hmm. It's so cool to see that happen on the above view. The second it opens is like the horse sees it. Okay, now's my time. Window opens right through it. It's incredible. And the, the noise, the constant noise, sounds like rolling thunder. You don't realize how powerful those animals... There's a lot of you that like deal with horses, and this sounds elementary to you. You don't realize the power until you're like up on the fence when they run by. Yeah. Yeah. It's earth, it shakes the ground that you're standing on. Uh, a couple of things here on the ceasefire text line, and then I've got like a, uh, a technical nerd thing I want to point out. You... Let's see. He's focused in on the top three... He doesn't have time to watch the field. Great race, great announcing, tough job. I completely agree. Great race, great announcing, tough job. But part of that job is keeping up with the entire field. And if you listen to the entire 241 of the race, early in the race, he does survey the entire field. Now, in fairness, yes, he's going to be focused in on the leaders as they come through the final furlough and down the backstretch. He's got to be. Because that's where the story is. I mean, the, the the horse that's in 17th, 18th place, when you've got a photo finish coming in the front of the pack, it would be stupid to focus on that. But it's like, is there a way to keep an eye on all of it? Um, somebody said, how much prep work do you think he put into Rich Strike? I mean, he, I'm sure he prepared, but you didn't know until Friday that Rich Strike was going to be in the field. And you're not, it's not like you're including anecdotes about owners and trainers and how he got into the field, how he got into the field while they're running the race. I mean, it's just straight play by play what's happening in the race or stride by stride, maybe what's happening in the race. And then you can go back and talk about what it was. So they sell shirts with every horse's name on it at the Derby 10 on Mm -hmm. the front, 10 on the back. Restrike's not on there. Ethereal Road was and Rich Strike was not. So right? if you went to the Derby and bought a shirt to commemorate your weekend, 
you don't even have the winning horse's name on the shirt you bought, which could make it cooler than if it was there, I guess. I suppose. Novelty item. Um, so here's my technical nerd thing. Did you hear how good the sound was? You could hear the crowd, but the thunder you heard, they have the, tr- the, the track mic so that you can hear that pounding thunder of the horses as they go stride for stride. Hoofs pounding dirt. I thought that was so cool. We'll be back. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 92. Tonight, clear skies, low around 66. Wednesday, sunny and hot, high near 94. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 70. And for your Thursday, much of the same. Sunny skies and hot, high near 95. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialists at Car Care Clinic Jet Lube. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventative maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday and is your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro an A plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings Car Care Clinic we want to change your oil not your schedule nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your Mississippi Forestry Association is pleased to offer in-person teachers conservation workshops this June and July. These hands-on conservation workshops feature field trips to sawmills, tree farms, and other natural resource sites and prepare educators to use the award-winning Project Learning Tree curriculum in their classrooms. Workshops are held in North, Central, and South Mississippi and offer CEU credits for Mississippi educators. For more information or to register, go to msforestry.net forward slash tcw. Got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor and marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
The Department of Human Services is filing a civil lawsuit against 38 people or companies to try to recover about $24 million connected to the state's largest welfare fraud case. Nancy New and her son Zach are named in the suit. They recently pleaded guilty to state and federal charges for their part in an embezzlement scheme that also included the former DHS director, John Davis. Attorney General Lynn Fitch says the investigation into misspent TANF money, which began in 2020, is still ongoing. The Tony Awards are coming up June 12th, and one of Mississippi's own will be there for all the excitement. Mark Everson of Gaucher co-produced the Broadway show Paradise Square. It's set in a turbulent time during the Civil War in New York City, and it's received 10 Tony nominations. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's the Augusta you can play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, where the news comes first. With live updates from Super Talk Mississippi News and Fox News every hour. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. You believe this guy? Who is this guy? It's Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays, 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. I like this guy. Also on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. It's time to get real. Real sports talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, so Borky, we'll leave the horse talk aside after this, but I, I, I do have a question for you. Why do you think it is that so many people watch the Kentucky Derby when it's the only horse race they watch in the entire calendar year? I don't, I don't know if you've seen the viewership numbers or not. The Kentucky Derby averaged 16 million viewers. The audience peaked at 19 million as Rich Strike streaked past the field to win the run for the Roses, and the TV audience only. So no streaming audience. Oh, streaming would add millions to that, I imagine. Yeah, I mean that's where they got the 19 million number. The TV only audience was 15.8 million, most watched show on NBC since the Super Bowl. So what is it? about the Kentucky Derby that draws an audience that is exponentially larger than NBA playoff games, 
It's larger than the World Series. What's the NBA? What will the finals draw? Will they draw over twenty million for the finals? No. Okay. People care about horse racing. At best, uh, people that are not horse racing fans. People care about horse racing at best three times a year. For the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont. And they only care about the Belmont if you have a horse that's running for the Triple Crown. Numbers of the Preakness fall way off. Belmont falls off even more than that. So why is it that the first Saturday in May... 19 million people turn their televisions on or some device on to watch horses run in a circle. But they don't do it any other time of the year. Because it's an event as as opposed to... Novelty, yeah. Okay. It's, it's novelty. A lot of people have parties around that day. <laughs> because horses don't interject their personal opinions and politics into the sport. That's why people watch it more. Okay. Yeah, but only once. Corey in Cleveland says it's because of the hats. Gambling's also a major component. It's a fun thing to bet on. Brian says the Derby is three minutes of fame. It's easy to watch. Somebody said tradition. Because it's it's fast and there are no flags, fouls, or replays. Plus, it's Americana. Okay. I hope we've gotten a few texts like, oh, they don't show their blue. I hope you know that horse racing is way, way, way below real sports in television ratings. I hope you understand that. This is a one off, one event. Nobody watches anything else in horse racing. Nothing. Like It's fun to say, but in reality, that's it's not it. Yeah. Mike in Grand Bay says he watches all three regardless, but it's because of the novelty. Debbie in Ocean Springs, yeah, that's the point I was making just a second ago, Debbie, is people will watch the Belmont if there is a chance for a Triple Crown winner. But that's it. Somebody says the Indianapolis 500 used to be that way. You're right. I grew up, would come home from church on Sunday morning, and we'd go straight to the, uh, the Indy 500. It's the only IndyCar race. I, I don't watch car racing much, period. But on that point, did you lock into the Miami Grand Prix on Sunday afternoon? I did check it out. There is a, a fascinating situation going on with auto racing in this country. Okay. NASCAR, Gary's listening. I know he is because he does every day is not going to like this. Formula One is passing NASCAR in this country. NASCAR outdrew the F1 race on Sunday, but not by a significant amount. Uh, The NASCAR race at Darlington drew 2.6 million viewers. The Formula One race in Miami, the Miami Grand Prix, drew 2.06 million viewers. That is an American, a domestic record. Largest TV audience for a Formula One race ever domestically. But this might be your point, right? In the viewership category of 18 to 49, three-quarters of a million people watch the Formula One race. 
About half a million watch the NASCAR race. I don't know that it's the same audience. It's quite different. I mean, because of Netflix. Yeah. And there there are some racing people that are like, oh, that's not true, that's not true. Formula One was growing before Drive to Survive. Uh. It was growing, but it did not take off until Drive to Survive. Have you checked it out yet? I have not. I've, I've downloaded half a dozen episodes, and I haven't watched it. Give it a shot. It, it'll hook to. you. It, I'm it, going to. And if you're not familiar with what it is, it's on Netflix. It, it's a documentary series about Formula One, and it's raw. It, I mean, it, it'll it remind you of Last Chance U, uh, Hard Knocks to a degree, but it's uh, Hard Knocks is getting more and more corporate and buttoned up. Drive to Survive is wide open. It is They've got clearance to show whatever they want. Formula One has no say at all over what goes out over on the episodes. It is what happens. No editing. I mean, the editing team edits, but no approval needed. Yeah, It's raw and it's real and millions and millions and millions of people are watching it. And there is a direct correlation between Netflix show and Formula One's popularity growing in this country. I never thought... I say, I say never. I didn't expect or would not have expected such a boost because of Netflix, but that's that's media today. Brian says, most of you didn't watch the actual race, just the replays. I watched it. I watched it, Brian. In fact, I was probably paying more attention to the horse race than I was the first three minutes of the Ole Miss baseball game against Missouri that I was actually broadcasting because it was happening at the same time and I was streaming it on my iPad sitting in the booth. Uh, Neil says, check out Drive to Survive about... Uh, F1 on Netflix. Yep. And then... If you take a vote on who watches horse racing, the nays will win. That's so bad, but so good all at the same time. They're doing something like Drive to Survive to the PGA Tour. Yeah. And they have the same setup. The Tour Mm -hmm. will not... uh, has no oversight. It is what is said, what happens. Now, it's not near as... I guess sexy is the word. Golf is not near as sexy as guys going 200 mile an hour around 90 degree turns. Like, it, you know, it, it's a little bit different. But I bet you're going to see an identical jump in viewership. Jim and Hernando says everything is passing NASCAR. It used to be racing. Hmm. Steve says, how long does somebody have to watch to be considered a viewer? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess for... And obviously they're estimating and they're extrapolating numbers based on a small sample size. That's kind of how the rating deal works. But I don't know. Uh, Formula One are all the soccer fans. There's probably some crossover there. Somebody said, just watch the horse race on YouTube. The overhead shot was great. The overhead shot was so cool. Formula One drivers are extremely talented, but I'm in the United States and I wanted to watch and I want to watch U.S. drivers. That that is something that they'll be up against. I mean, it's the same thing with European soccer. I mean, you, you, NBC and all these companies are, are are seeing dramatic increases in viewership, but I do think there's a cap because it's hard for an American, let's say in Atlanta, to get into. Chelsea, hey, Dad's team. Now, some people still do it, but if you can never go see them play, it's harder to get into it. 
There's only one Formula One race in America every year. But there are more coming, right? So this was the yeah. debut of the Miami Grand Prix. You got one coming to Austin. You got one coming to Vegas. And they're going to keep coming because people are going to watch and people are going to go and they're going to make money. Mm-hmm. And eventually you'll see some Americans work their way into it. Somebody says, I worked with a NASCAR media company after college and have been a fan before that who went to a ton of races. Now I don't even care to turn it on. I'm not sure what happened with NASCAR in the last 15 years. Gary's not going to like this either. I, and some of you won't agree with this. Some of some of you think NASCAR is more exciting and more power to you. I'm not, I'm not entertainment shaming. You like what you like, and that's awesome. If I'm going to watch auto racing, though, one is so much more compelling to me than the other, and it's Formula One. There's just more. They, they do more. They don't just drive in a circle, right? And that's it's condescending. I understand that there's a lot that goes into positioning and drafting and stuff in NASCAR. I get it, but the races are more exciting because they're actually they're doing more. Your message says NASCAR died with Dale. Here's another one. This is Jay from the Res, and this may be more of a nuanced take. He says, I think the three stages of racing this year at every NASCAR track is hurting the sport. And that's something we've talked with Gary about a little bit as well, right? I mean, that you know, you've got drivers that are crossing over, and they're racing on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, and it's not where it's just the event on Sunday is the deal that everybody's watching. Hey, every NASCAR race should be under the lights. I think that would help them. It's a better product. More fun to watch when it's at night on TV, under the lights. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. An accident on I-20 eastbound approaching the stack has traffic backed up between I-220 and Ellis Avenue. Expect delays and use caution when driving through that area. If you see any other traffic problems, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-521. Protect your home and office with Habbard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Habbard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HabbardPest.com. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Brooks and Dunn Reboot 2022 Tour. Oh, play something country. The best selling duo of all time. Live. With special guests. Yeah, we fancy like Walker Hayes on and Morgan night. Wade. This Thursday, Brandon Amphitheater. Turn around, go to town. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Brooks and Dunn. Live. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. 
Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. So far, we've invested over $3 million to support Mississippi communities. We also bring more than 30 years of experience partnering with state Medicaid programs throughout the country. This is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends' jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super Talk Mississippi. Ten minutes from now, Mississippi State will get started with baseball as they meet Samford tonight at the Hoover Met in Birmingham, right outside of Birmingham. Uh, the game will be available to watch if you are so inclined on ESPN Plus, and of course, it's available on the radio, Mississippi State Sports Network from Learfield. Uh, many of these Super Talk stations will be carrying the game as well. Mikey Tepper on the mound tonight for Mississippi State sophomore right-hander. He's 1-1 one one on the year, making his second start of the season. He's facing Will Lynch, who is a freshman right-hander for Samford and whose numbers leave a bit to be desired. 0-4 with an ERA just above 11. In 23 innings, he has struck out 15 and walked 17. Ooh. Yeah. State 25-23 and 23 on the year. They're playing Samford for the 49th time. They lead the all-time series 38-10. State's got 84 home runs this season. That's uh, 12th nationally, fourth best in the SEC. Mississippi State is first in the SEC and fourth nationally in strikeouts per nine innings. As a staff, they are averaging 11.2 strikeouts per nine innings. Samford is 22 and 23 on the year. They uh, won a series against East Tennessee State this past weekend. And they're led by a guy named Stephen Klein, who's hitting 360. So that's Mississippi State and Samford coming up 
Uh, 6 o'clock first pitch from the Hoover Met in Hoover, Alabama, right outside of Birmingham. Borky, we have tickets to give away. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, another pair of Dave Matthews Band tickets. We'll do that as we wrap things up with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Pull out your phone and be ready to go on the ceasefire text line 601 879 4395 again 601-879-4395 we will uh, we'll go 10th again today do you want to do the key phrase or do you want me to you go for it uh is there any way to uh, have the key phrase be he wakes up in the morning that doesn't work does it that would no. be uh, you have to video yourself singing uh, no, no, we're not going to do that. Key phrase today is crash. Be the 10th texter on the C Spire text line with the word crash at 601-879-4395, and you will get a pair of tickets to see Dave Matthews Band live at the Brandon Amphitheater concert coming up soon. It's May 17th, right? Uh, tickets available online at Ticketmaster.com or uh, by going to the Brandon Amphitheater box office. So Dave Matthews Band coming to the Brandon Amphitheater, and uh, happy to give you a chance to win once again today. So Borky has a winner. That's a week from today, May 17th. Concert starts at 7.30. Borky, have you figured out a way to go? You going to go? Come on, man, you going to go? I've thought about rigging one of these, but I can't figure out how I'm going to do it. He wakes up in the morning. Sorry, just having a little fun with uh, with that. Hey, one other thing to uh, remind you about: um, the folks at the um, Cotton State's baseball league have actually extended the application deadline by one week. So, if you want to participate in the best wood bat summer league in the South, be sure to check out CottonStatesLeague.com. Or call 662-539-2440. That is for current or rising college baseball players celebrating their 14th year of Cotton State's League. Great players, great coaches, great facilities, and it's all wrapped up into a competitive league that will help you further your baseball career. Not only college players, but high school and junior high players as well. You can get signed up for the July League or the Fall League. That is at CottonStatesLeague.com. Last year they featured 26 teams showcasing some of the top talent in the state. We've talked about some of the great players uh, that have gone on to be successful in college and in some cases professionally that have been part of uh, Cotton State's league. Brandon Woodruff, one of those guys, Braylon Skinner, Jet Butler, Nick Fickerson, all guys from Mississippi State, former Ole Miss players, John Andy Scott, Scott Weathersby, Jeremy Massey, they all played in it as well. A couple of guys from Louisiana Tech. you got Delta State players, Memphis players, Middle Tennessee players. The list goes on and on and on. So lots of high-level college baseball players participating in the Cotton States Baseball League. Visit them online at cottonstatesleague.com. Brian Haydad will be back tomorrow. I will be out, so you'll have Borky and Haydad. They will get you ready for Ole Miss and Southern Miss tomorrow night. Big game at Pete Taylor Park in Hattiesburg. Talk some about that uh it's been kind of a split decision on who this game's more important for, which I think goes to show that it's important for both teams, right? Yeah. Not just another midweek game, and, oh, they're both from Mississippi, so it's kind of a big deal. It's no, it's not States. like that Governor's Cup that was played a few weeks ago. That game was largely insignificant, but, uh, no, real stakes tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun down in Hattiesburg at Pete Taylor Park. Weather should be good. Crowd's going to be great. 
and uh, you will be able to watch it streaming on ESPN Plus if uh, if you want to do that. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. For Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studio. Thanks for joining us. Have a great night. business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll, MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff, MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.